everyone. Welcome to the Ride of My Life podcast. I'm Caroline Rena, and this is uh, once again Poem Talks. I'm doing it a couple of days earlier because my normal day to record is Monday and I will be on the road heading out of Oklahoma City. So I decided to go ahead and record it today. But by the time you see it, it doesn't matter anyway, but this is my my present moment. So <laughs> so that's why I'm uh, kind of sharing it that way anyway. Um, I hope that these poem talks are extremely helpful to recognize things inside of you that you may not have been aware of until you've connected with this. And that's my intention for what I'm doing with this. And uh, I really feel like for me, these poems were very cathartic. And what you're gonna find though, is that it's interesting, or I'm seeing this, hopefully you're seeing it too, that as I continue to move on this, um, through this process and on this journey, I share with you the date intentionally and the poem because where I was at that time a year ago is similar to where I am now. However, I come from a different um, space. I'm coming from a space where um, this, this is how I see healing. It's like climbing up a mountain, but you're going up in like a spiral. And then every time you come back to this one spot, sometimes it looks familiar and something will come up to be healed. The thing is though, it's no longer that same thing. It's different because you're seeing it from a higher perspective on that mountain, on that path. And so when I do this, I see things in a different space. So it's interesting, especially for me, when I look back on what I wrote a year ago, a year ago in 2021 and see the differences between um, where I was then, where I am now. And even when stuff comes up, which it still does because that's that's what happens when we go through this journey, um, it isn't as overwhelming. It isn't as um, scary. It isn't as um, overpowering. And I used to always feel like I was overpowered by events, overpowered by people. And I don't feel that way as much anymore. And it's, I can, I can see the difference when I am with somebody that I don't like immediately feel like I'm attacked and that I'm having this like, you know, fight or flight. I need to run. I need to hide. I need to do whatever to escape that. And I know where it came from. And I used to talk about the relationship with my mother and, you know, she, th this little five foot two woman um, for me when I was growing up was scary. And even the last time I went to see her when she was in hospice in 2016, um, she still was, and she's laying in bed and she's old and I'm walking in there and I'm like, I'm shaking back then. And I noticed that the, um, the fear came from that fear that that little girl had of this woman. And as I went through my process, and I've told this story before, and I'll just share it real quick again, I went to visit her um, after having started doing the, 
deeper dive uh, of this personal journey. And I had done a lot of forgiveness work around her. And um, she still scared me. However, I could maintain a sense of composure. And I did have support with her chaplain there. And I just loved on her. And I looked at her. We used to do this thing called A's to B's. And I just looked in her eyes. And I remember when I was doing that, she kept looking at me. She said, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? She had an accent. She could speak seven different languages and was had been born in Czechoslovakia. And I've talked about the fact that she had an immense, immense uh, childhood trauma, probably many. And she didn't know how to love or didn't know what it felt like. So when I was loving on her, she was, she was, it was scaring her because she didn't know what it was. So that's why she kept asking me that. And so that occurred for a little while. The, the chaplain told her, she's just loving you. It's okay. You're safe, you know. And we just sat there. I sat there with her for about three hours, just talking quietly with her. And this is someone that I had not been with my entire life. I, I was with her at the beginning and then for about 20 years or 30 years or something, probably from the time I was 12 until I was about, um, I want to say 38 or 40 something was the next time I saw her. And then it wasn't until years later, you know, like in 2018 when this happened. But so there's a big span of time in there. And I was angry with her and I was scared of her. And I was, it was all my little girl was like, no, 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 no. But I did it. And I sat with her for these three hours, um, which didn't feel like that. It felt like time had stopped existing. It felt like my heart was opening. It felt like she was feeling that. And so during this time, I sang to her, I sang, you are my sunshine. And um, it, it settled her. And by the time we were done with this time together, I moved over to the other side of the, of the bed. And um, as I was getting ready to leave, I had this uh, single tear coming down my face and she wiped it off. And I don't remember her ever doing that. I honestly cannot have, I do not have any recognition of her ever nurturing me and supporting me when I was scared or, um, or sad or anything like that. And when she did that, I wanted to cry more. <laughs> And I was trying to be a support for her too. So that was a little interesting. So anyway, um, I had to get ready to leave. That happened. I left. Um, I found out later from the chaplain that she like, it, it was almost like she got her life back because she lived another um, two years from 2016 when I saw her, or maybe it was 2015. I think it was 2016 um, until 2018 in December when she died. And a couple of months um, prior, let me let me go back. So she was out in the midst of everybody instead of laying in her bed during that time frame. Um, and she's she used to be a Red Cross volunteer in Germany in the hospital I was born in, and um, she was like being who she was meant to be in that space for two years. Then somewhere around the same time in 2018, which I think was June, she started um, coming back in on herself, I guess is the only way I can explain this because she just got quieter and quieter. Like I would call her once a week and um, 
she was getting so depressed at that point that uh, she wouldn't even talk. And so the only thing I could do was sing to her the same song because she loved that song and she recognized it. And so at one point, I got to the point where I really felt like I needed to make a recording for her, just an audio recording on my cell phone. And I, in that recording, I did the song, You Are My Sunshine. And I also talked about forgiveness, that I forgave her, that I hope that she forgave me for not knowing. Um, and it was so powerful. And her chaplain played it for her a few times during that time span. And then she stopped. And then I got the call or the message that she was um, getting ready to transition. And um, she actually died on December the 13th of 2018. So three days before, and interestingly how things, especially with this type of thing happens in threes, but um, three days before the chaplain was, because she's been doing this for so long, was aware what was going on. And she replayed that. Um, recording I did for her, <clears throat> for my mother. And uh, after the recording, I got this message. I got a whole bunch of messages, but this one message was how my mother just sat there on her bed or laid there on her bed and just had this like very simple smile on her face right before she died as she was listening to this recording and just to give you a little back a backstory on that um for many years i had this image that i would be with my mother to help her um, cross over in peace and that event uh visiting with her and then doing the recording and then the recording playing back for her she, even though she was so traumatized as a child because of World War II and all these other things, whatever, I don't even know what they are, but I know she was really traumatized. And she crossed in peace. And that meant a lot to me. I mean, even though I was angry and hated her <laughs> and, and had all this sadness for her, um, and, and I lived that. I lived that. I picked up on that. And so um, anyway... The point is that the forgiveness, the love, those are the things that establish, and that's who we are. That's, that's who we are. We have all this other stuff that covers over us. And for years, I've been working on that. And I brought the story up because I kept building, during this time, I kept building my faith. And this faith I had was that I knew that there was something better on the other side of all this you know, anger and sadness and fear and shame and all, all of it. And so I wrote this particular poem on September 3rd, 2021, as my journey, as my healing process kept shifting, my poem started shifting. So as we go, actually it was from last week, but as we go from here on out, I may be talking about things that appear and I'm dark or darker um, and, but it's almost as if there, I could see it this time. This is when I started to see the darkness or I felt like I was in it before, like a fish in the ocean. Now I could observe it from outside of me and see that darkness and be okay with it and know that I'm in the light and the darkness is inside. And I can, I kind of went in and out, 
So the faith last week and this week and from now on in 2021, it was like this process that began to open up and expand. And it was like this breath of air that came out. And so this poem called Faith, I'm going to read to you right now and talk real quickly after and then we'll be done. But um, I'm sharing it because of the expansion of the process of expansion of how when we do the healing work, we expand, we expand out, but we, we expand out from the inside because the light starts shining and light expands. So, um, so here we go, faith. Faith in all things, this is what we are told, to help us and allow our life to unfold. The challenge with faith, if we don't trust ourselves, is like walking into a storm, that which compels us to assume the faith is out there in some far off place of which many are not aware. I feel we should know the faith is deep inside and we must release the past to find where it resides. Today, I have found the relinquishment of fear, holding on to generational trauma was keeping me stuck here. It always had me looking for something out there for the things I am now finding, I can now declare. The faith, the trust, the love surrounded by my higher self on which I can rely. There's also grace that sits in me, waiting on that chance to be free. From the fear, hurt, and trauma I've held for so long, the more of which I release that helps me be strong. To allow that darkest part of yours truly to know light is coming, and now I know she has always been in there. No need to roam. In me, she will always find a home. Yet the biggest thing here that I have learned, no matter what I thought or have been told, nor what I've yearned, I cannot find the things I seek elsewhere. It's coming home to myself. It dwells in there. There is the faith. There is the truth that I dismantled from my youth. She knew not better, now she does. The most incredible thing there is, self-love. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> and that's really powerful for me and I hope that enlightens some things or awakens some things in you that will help you to see that it, it really is inside of us. You can't, we can't find it in, in material things. We can't find it in anything out there. It's all inside of our hearts. Our heart coherence, our heart is the center of emotion. It is the center of healing. It is the center of connection first to ourselves, our inner children, ourselves, and then to others. And God and higher self or higher power, source, Allah, whatever you want to call that, is all within that, as well as the grounding piece to, to the earth, to Mother Earth. So the more we connect here, the more we open a space up inside of us to connect this way, both ways, and out to everyone in the world. And that creates peace, because the peace is coming from the inside out. And... Uh, I think that I think that's good. I'm going to stop here. I feel complete. And I just wanted you to know, um, I appreciate you for being here. I don't know who's watching or seeing this. I, 
you know, I'd love to hear responses. I'd love to hear from you. I know sometimes it's scary to do that. Um, I, I can say I'm a safe space. Uh, hopefully you see that. <laughs> uh, if you need to reach out, if there's something you want to work on or work through, I can, I can offer that. Um, I can be a support, you know, whatever, you, whatever you need. And I know sometimes just listening to somebody you don't know, it's kind of, it is scary and trying to figure out whether or not they are going to be able to be there for you. So I, I open that space up. I open that heart space up for you, for you. Even if you don't connect, I am still opening that heart space up for you. So thank you for being here, no matter where you are, have a beautiful, beautiful moment and um, blessings and love and peace. That's where I always go. All right, take care.